I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 83 of Psychotic and Iconic. Paul's here along with my co-hosts Nick Theories, Mikey P, and Philly Phil. Thank you to everybody that's tuned in to the live stream tonight. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and share it. Thank you to everybody that likes, follows, and subscribes to all of our platforms. If you haven't done so already, please do that for us. Mikey P. That was smooth, Paul's. Long as But it's going, it's going oh. downhill for you <laughs> later tonight. It's going downhill from there. We'll see. All right. I'm going downhill. Hey. Facts. Hey. Facts. All right, we're going to get right into this shit. All right. Psychotic and Iconic Sports Podcast Episode 83 is brought to you by Prize Picks, your home for daily fantasy sports. What's going on? I know where this is going. I know where this is going. New players who sign up for Prize Picks today use the promo code ICONIC will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy made easy. Also, Check us out live every show at PropsHQ.com. That's the Props Network. Be sure to subscribe to us there. Keep up with this shout-out group of gentlemen. All right? We know what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah, shout-out, but we know what the fuck we're mm-hmm. talking about. And tonight is going to be a good-ass episode. This is going to be a right good one. fucking pod, man. Let's get it, fucking get it cracking out here. You know and I mean? Let's get it cracking, fellas. Got a little bit more business. couple hymns. Raise your mics. Speak a little louder. We need more bass. We Clear need more out energy your voice. this shit, man. We need to get a rocket in here. We're going to start by taking jabs at each other, all right? But listen, I'm about we're it. also live on TikTok. Welcome, TikTok audience, all right? Get the jab. Still yeah. relatively new over there. But first things first, guys, the match, all right? Golf. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers versus Mahomes and Josh Allen. Who you got? Yeah, I got the GOAT. It doesn't even matter what sport it is. I'm always going to take Tom Brady. He's a winner. He's a proven winner. Point blank, period. Too competitive. That's who I'm I'm rocking with. And they're the favorites. They're minus 160. The other two are plus 140. I'm going to go with the dogs because I knew you two were going to go the other way. And maybe the youthful energy will last longer on 18 holes. Doubtful. All right. But they are the dogs. Fuck, you talking about? We don't. We don't know what to what? expect. <laughs> we know that Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers can golf. We don't know anything about the other two. I assume they're both pretty good. Okay. So there. There's that. NBA brackets. All right. Bracket update. Well, 
all of us had our champions knocked out. But, Pals, guess what? Hmm. You're still alive. You have a chance to win it all still. 901 all right? Shelby Drive. You passed Nick Theories. How? Because <laughs> he had the Warriors in the championship. I know. He changed that on this show. But he did in his bracket. He had him there. And I think there's a chance. I think you're like 40 or 50 points behind me. So you got a chance. If if they... Well, actually, I don't know about that. They already got there. So no, you don't have a chance. Because hmm. you don't have a win. All right, so I won. Good for you. All right, whatever. It don't matter. NHL brackets. Theories. The only one with the champion alive and kicking. The Avs are Nick Theory's champion. And they won the first game of the Western Conference Finals last night. Eight to six. A win's a win. I will take that all day long. But you're not, but you're not there yet. You're still trailing me and Philly Phil. I but like my chances. Your chances are looking pretty damn good because they look great. I'm going to give you my predictions for the series because I know you guys don't want to talk hockey. All right? We've already been talking about it too long. <laughs> I know. Eastern <laughs> Conference Finals. Tonight, they start. Lightning go over the three-peat. Rangers, they can't get knocked out. Every time they face elimination, they win. I got lightning in five. Five. <laughs> I did that for you. Five. Five. Okay. Lightning and five experience matters here. Rangers are burnt out. Okay. They won't have Braden Point though. So that's major. Other side. Is this the finals? The Stanley Cup finals? Conference finals. Okay. Other side. So you got Avs, you got Nathan McKinnon, and you got the Oilers, the best player in the league in Connor McDavid. It's not even a question. The team has some fight. So I'm going to say Avs in seven, and Nick Theory is going to be happy that he's yeah. got a chance. All right. So there's that. Took care of business. See that? Bada bing, bada boom. Let's boom, get to the real shit. And now it's time to preview the NBA Finals, Philly Phil. Look at that. Perfect timing tonight. He's the best. Look at that. Phil's the fucking best. 805, too. Nailed it. I'm not surprised. Nailed I don't know why it. everybody's surprised here. Phil's a it's goat. Regular shit. Filey Phil. <laughs> Time out, though. Time that out. That shit is insane. I, I actually forgot one thing. See, look. Well, oh, shit. Oh, I like that. I wasn't expecting that. Himothy. <laughs> um, look. See that shirt that Nick Theory's wearing? Nick, you're going to have to fit your posture fabric. Back, okay? P&I now has gray gear. Courtesy of IPP Pressworks at Cherry Hill, New Jersey. That's Diane and Dennis Riley. They do phenomenal work. We now have gray gear. We have tanks. Okay? So we have black Fire. and gray tanks. Black and gray short sleeve tees. Black and gray. Uh, black, oh my God. Jeez. Oh my God. What's going on here? Black and gray <laughs> long sleeve tees. I said C's. I almost said something C's. else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and black and gray hoodies. If you're interested, DM us. We got the pricing for you. It's fantastic fabric. Fantastic fabric. Okay. You can't go wrong with a PNI merch. You know what I mean? If you want to go out and, and, and have a good time, you rock this shit. You feel empowered. If you want to have a good time, yeah. you're rocking the best fucking sports podcast on the net. And that's the bottom line. Deets, Deets pointing this What's out because I literally almost just said the word gay. It's Pride Month as of today. Thank you, Deets. Yeah. Welcome back. Where the fuck you been? Yeah, Where's exactly. he been? <clears throat> Calling him out. We're vibing Pod now. Pride Month right behind you. Yeah. <laughs> See? There you go. Happy Pride Month. All right. All right, back to the NBA. This shit's important. Let's rock. NBA Finals. Warriors, Celtics. Theories, you called it. 
Let's give him his flowers to start it off. He called it. He said he stuck to his guns. He said Celtics in six. They got it done. In seven. In seven. But they got it done. All right. Mike, you and I, we just, we couldn't help it. We were riding the emotions. We couldn't control them. I got to. I got to. Check my resume. Check there you it. go. I'm talking about. There you go. All right. How are we feeling about the finals, guys? It starts tomorrow, I believe, 8 p.m., right? Yeah. Nine. Nine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it's in shit. L.A. It's insane. Oh, it's so it's late, these games. It's like, you got to pull all night around just, 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 <clears throat> just to watch it and break down. You know what I mean? Right, right. But how are we feeling? I want to know first, like, I actually kind of want to start with a legacy talk. You want to go there? Yeah, I like that. Because I heard something interesting, okay? I want to know who has the most to gain on both sides here, legacy-wise. All right? On the Warriors' side, who you got most to gain? Uh, for me, I think uh, the obvious answer is Steph because he needs a finals so? MVP. Does he, does he really? Uh, I do, actually, because I think that when you start talking about the all-time greats, I feel like that's that's a point where that's like the LeBron in 2011. That's the moment where you can say, like, oh, well, he wasn't the final. He's not. He's never been a finals MVP. Like, he should have won the first one instead of Iguodala, to be honest, because he held LeBron James at 30 points a game. So I don't understand that one. Why does that matter? Because you're legacy? a most, most no, valuable just, player. Or the, just the MVP. I mean, if you got four rings and you change the game of basketball, that should be enough. No, I, I do agree with you. I do agree with you to, to an extent, but... I mean, but you could just go down the list. Like, when you when they talk about Michael Jordan, it's he's got six rings and he's finals MVP all six times. So that's just the, that's just the way that they get judged. That's just the... The all-time greats get judged more harshly. So they're going to they're gonna nitpick at shit like that to discredit them when you're in an argument. I mean, point. who do you think has the most to gain outside of Steph? Like, I, I think Draymond's already solidified. Really? I, mean, I do. Yeah, I think his defense, his defense, defensive presence is it is what it is. Like, you know what Draymond is. If he gives you ten points, the Warriors are probably winning. <laughs> I'm surprised to hear you say this, honestly. And I'm with surprised. with Clay Thompson, I mean, look, Clay Thompson, he kind of does get disrespected because he's in the shadow of Steph Curry, but. Somebody could sit down and make a logical argument that if you're a spot-up shooter, Klay Thompson's more money than Steph Curry. I could argue it could change the legacy of Andrew Wiggins. He wow. was considered a bust, and now he could possibly be an NBA champion. And he actually plays a big factor into what they do. He replaced Kevin Durant. Absolutely. <laughs> he's been he's been producing. He's been playing really, really good basketball. Even in the playoffs. He's been he's been dunking on people. He's been like that player that everybody thought he was gonna be when he was coming out. But he's playing really, really good basketball. And I think for him to change the narrative on him from being a bust to an NBA champion would be awesome. So look, I actually love that. I didn't think of that to be honest. However, here's the only problem I have. We always on this show talk about narratives. And I just feel like if the Warriors win, there's no way in hell Steph isn't the MVP. Unless, unless somebody goes banana land. But is that favoritism? Yes. Why is that allowed? Narratives. But I don't know. I'm just saying. I just that's this is how I feel. So if Steph averages be the twenty for sure. If Steph averages twenty one and just say, I don't know, Wiggins averages twenty six, he just goes crazy. Or yeah. Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole goes crazy with 28, you know, average. You're going to give it to Steph? 
No, like, not that at that would be point. unfair. But I know. Not at that that's point. Fl- like, that's what I'm kind of thinking. But they, Jordan Poole comes off the bench now, so he's not going to average 28. And Wiggins in this series, in my opinion, is going to be more of their defensive guy like he did with Luka. Just throw that in the email. Because like, Jordan Poole can ball. And who knows? They might they might play him a lot more this series. I got to say, I'm surprised to hear both of these takes. Although I think Mike... I think that Steph Curry is solidified. I, there's nothing he needs to do to to change the fact that he's probably going to go down as a top 10 player, right? Top uh, 10. Here's the thing. I don't think there's anything else he has to do. I think he does hover that five mark. But if he gets a finals MVP, just say he gets one this year, and in the next two years he gets another one, you're going to have people arguing that he's top five. Sure, he's got five rings. He'll have at no, well, at that point he would have six rings, two finals MVPs. And it's not far-fetched. Why? If he wins this one, it's four. If he I'm, wins another one, it's five. Yeah, I guess. Oh, oh, he does have four right now. I'm sorry. I'm thinking, I, thought, I, I mean, he has five. three right now. Three right now. I thought he had four. Going, I forgot. Going for four, I yeah. forgot. I'm sorry. If you're looking, if you're looking top five, that's a whole different story. I just don't think that's going to change in this series here. I think he's solidified no matter what. Change the game. Greatness off the charts. Clay Thompson, same thing. I, I feel like there's not really much changing there. Sharpshooter. One of the best to do it. Oh, really? Close out games. Clay Thompson's a better underrated defender. Team. Yeah. Game six. I swear to God, bro. Game six and game seven, put the ball in Clay's hands. Facts. <laughs> underrated defender, too. He's back Not at that. More, he, he's kind of he's kind of getting back to that level. You see, he's like still kind of adjusting. He's yeah. he's still not even fully 100 percent Hell no. Think. Next year. Next year, look the fuck out. Yeah. I think Draymond's got the most to gain. Really? Because Here's the thing. If he goes out and he has a bad series, it's just like, okay, was he a coattail rider? Because he was on a great team. Like, if he was on a bad team and he was this this level of de- uh, defender, I don't know if he gets the recognition he gets right now. I don't know if anyone's talking about him in the Hall of Fame conversation. I don't think he's anywhere close to as dominant as Dennis Rodman was. Hell no. But I'm just saying, he was on a dynasty team and he gets this recognition because of where he is. And that's not taken away from him. He's a hell of a player. But I'm just saying, if he goes out there and he gets lit up, you know, but he could change the entire narrative. If he locks down, I don't know who he's going to be on, but if he locks down one of the big two, because everyone's calling this a big two versus big two series. I don't know why, but if if he locks down one of those two for majority of this series, like, that to me, that opens eyes. At, At this age, he's... I mean, I don't want to say he's on the downside of his career, but like... He's on the back end. Exactly. It would hold a lot of weight, in my opinion. I think his legacy stands to gain the most Dude, out of out of the three, without a question. Here's what I here's where I disagree. Let me ask you guys a question, just real quick. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever had a, a bad work week? This week. <laughs> <laughs> like, sure. consecutively for like... Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. shit sure. just went crazy. So why can't that be true for 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 players? Like just because he has one bad series, that shouldn't change the narrative on his whole career, his whole body of work. Oh no, that's where I disagree with that. He has the most to gain, not lose. Like he has the most to gain, meaning if he locks somebody down here, it's like okay, it solidifies the thought that he actually was a member of this big three, the entire longevity of the dynasty. Because right now. Everyone's saying it's, it's it's more of a big two. Come out there and show me that it's a big three right now. That's what I'm challenging you to do. 
well, that's that. I think they're talking right now, but four years ago they weren't saying this. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Right yeah. now, so what if I'm he goes is, and does it now at this I'm age, saying, but what I'm saying it's is major. But what I'm saying is, if he gets lit up this series, okay, why would that have to change any of his like accolades previously? It's not going to change. I don't, I, I, that's where I disagree with it. No, I, I wasn't meaning that at all. I wasn't meaning that at all. <laughs> I think that no matter what, he's probably going to get in at this point. Probably, I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah, I just, it, yeah it, exactly. he has more to gain. Like, if he wants to be on that Robin level, he might get he might get some talk there. If he really locks it down here, so what thing, if he plays like shit and they win? He's if still, he plays he's, like he shit, still has he, the still, ring. he still has the resume. Yeah, exactly. And I and I have no argument with that at all. And he was he was a game changer, mm -hmm. but it just kind of shows like yeah, okay, maybe it, it it's not a big three anymore. I would just say I don't think the Warriors can win this series without Steph going Steph. I don't think the Warriors are winning the series, period. <laughs> you want to go there or you want to talk Celtics I went legacy? There. I went there. You do? Yeah. Then that's where we'll go. Well, we could talk you know, Celtics We're legacy. We're working in there. Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, it's kind of obvious right yeah, here. I, I, mean, I think we could probably all agree on Jason Tatum. Yeah, I, if I'm Jason Tatum even... wants to be considered a top 10 player in this league, go out and win this damn thing. And you're in. That's period. Win and you're in the top ten. And he top would have backs. He would have cap. A, yeah, he would have accomplished feats that I mean, Jordan, Giannis, LeBron, KD. Like to win a championship before you turn 24. I think he's only 23. So I mean, could you imagine that? To be the man, you gotta beat the man. Who the fuck did they beat? They beat the Bucks, didn't they? Yeah, they did. That's right. And then when, who who did they beat after that? In Miami in Game Seven. Yeah. The Heat. They took them out too. Game seven in their fucking building. Didn't matter who they. It, it didn't matter where they played. They were the ball so who do you was have? winning. Who do you have? If you look at the line, the line was two and a half. The Heat were plus two and a half. That is telling you it's a sucker bet. It's telling you, hey, the Heat are getting points and they're home and it's game seven. It's obvious. Oh yeah, like a lot of people would, would lean towards the Heat. The Heat. Exactly. You fade away. Always fucking bet against that I'm shit. I'm so, I'm so, I'm it's so. It's fucking obvious, obvious, man. It's obvious. Theories is here. It's you obvious. Know what? Uh, real, real quick. Theories Shout out here. to Mr. Theories P.E. I'm sorry. Can you scream me a little bit P. higher? P.E. Professional you, thank engineer. You, thank you. Passed his test. I was waiting to say it, by the way. Yeah, I know. It's and you just, good, you man. gave me the opportunity because you're fucking on fire right now. Okay. Mr. Theories, go ahead. Show him. We, we don't need to see my face. I appreciate it. Man. This thank guy is a professional engineer <laughs> mr <laughs> theories pe he's himothy <laughs> i appreciate it man thank you uh, it's been uh, a long journey but it ended really well so i'm happy i'm relieved i'm ready to fucking pod and that's why we're here baby and i'm telling you right now episode in and episode out we're gonna prove to you guys we are the best podcast out Look at that shit. Fucking theories, baby. <laughs> so my worst nightmare is here. It's theories P.E. Excuse you. That's right. My worst. I'm going to call you that all night. My worst nightmare is here. Why? Because I have to make this pick. Oh, no. And I'm just sitting here and I'm looking oh at it. Oh, my God. And <sighs> Celtics win an issue. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, shit. Hold on. No. Let me explain one thing. I will say this. There's one asterisk next to it. If it goes seven, the advantage to me would be the Warriors because of the experience. I don't give a fuck, fuck with the experience. I'm picking, they be, I'm picking they, they, the Celtics in six because back-to-back series wins in seven. And their point differential over like the last five years in Golden State is like plus 73 or some crazy stat like that. I love your pick. 
But the game seven, I don't give a shit if it goes to back to Golden State. I think Boston's winning that shit. I, I, I honestly How do. many games? They Nick? swept the Nets. They got a broom and wiped fucking Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving off the fucking floor out of the playoffs. They were the only team to get swept, right? Then they go and play the Bucks, take them out in seven. Then they go to fucking Miami and take them out in seven. This team is war fucking ready. You want to know a crazy They stat? are war ready. It How don't matter games, where you play. Nick? How many games? I got Celtics in seven. So let, oh. let's get this too. The Celtics. Good for you guys. Ime Udoka is the man. Top five coach. He's awesome. Celtics haven't yeah, lost. Flowers. The Celtics. And I hate the Celtics. Okay? I fucking hate them. I'm calling a spade a spade, bro. It's just, it's the, their year. I you can feel it. You know what I mean? It's just sucks. They haven't lost back to back games since January 10th. It's June wow. 1st. They haven't lost back to back games. Brazilians. Wow. I just, I, I mean, that's a fire. stat right there. They're I didn't on, even consider that in my analysis. They're on fire. I'm ashamed. That's what you were talking about, uh, uh, Pancheros. Yeah. <laughs> I was potting. Yeah, you were. You I were had potting. a chicken and rice bowl and was going ham. Yeah. I just, <laughs> yeah, we were potting. <laughs> they just, they're clicking at the right time. They're just on fire. They're resilient. They're battle tested. I just, what's not to like about them? They can score. They can defend. Defense wins championships. You need to defend. Yeah. And they, they're, the, they're, they're going to cause problems. Like Marcus Smart's going to be able to do things with Steph Curry. Pause. He's going to be able to bother <laughs> Steph Curry. You still have Tatum. You still have Jalen Brown. They're not slouches. I I'm just still think waiting for a night a where they both go off at the same time. It hasn't happened yet. It's always one of them and then some other counterpart on the team. I haven't seen a game yet where, I, like, literally they both just flat out dominated. Big two style. It's always, like, big one and then... <laughs> The and next guy can Draymond well can next. Draymond fuck with Al Horford the way he's been I, playing. I mean, <laughs> you know what I, I like mean, about I Al you know what I, I like hope. about uh, Al Horford though. Last game is that he was taking too many threes. Yeah, like do your job, man. You're not a, you, you, you're not that guy. He, can he, gets, he gets shot happy gets, sometimes. Yeah, he gets he gets trigger happy. He need, he he needs to just play his game. Like I feel like he was forcing a lot of shots, so he can't do that against the Warriors. You gotta, you gotta make, you gotta make good decisions and do not turn the ball over because they will kill you. But I, I still got Celtics in seven. But however, I got the Warriors winning game one. I see a good point here by Ant Martiello. They went seven with a banged up Heat team. They were banged up too. Kind of taken away, and he <clears throat> says Warriors in five. Smart got hurt. Smart mm -hmm. didn't play two games yeah, that two series, games. right? Right. They were, they were the, they were just the better team. Period. They but were. I mean, I get what he's saying. He's saying, oh, yeah. So, yeah. like, I mean, the Celtics were a better team. Sure. No doubt. And they were going into the series, too. So, part of it for me was always, you know, Jimmy Butler was otherworldly. And then he kind of got banged up. And it was kind of done after that, really. Um, but they still took it seven. I'm actually glad the Celtics won, though, because they would have they swept the Heat. I think you're right, too. Like, yeah, I mean, we all agreed on this. Oh, yeah, we, we were laughing about like, that on the, the live. The best thing that could have happened for the NBA is Warriors-Celtics. That would have been That's going to be the best series ever. And now, like, you know, it's gonna be awesome. viewership's going to be off the charts. Oh, and the last three and the last three teams that knocked Jimmy Butler out of the playoffs have won the championship. Damn, that's a stat, too. I'm different. But I'll tell you what. This is completely out of respect for the Celtics. Because they, they fight, okay? They don't quit. They're war-ready, like you say, Mr. Theory's PE, yeah. okay? I got Warriors in seven. They haven't seen a team like this Warriors team yet. And 
There's one key word I haven't heard once in this conversation. Experience. I said that. When? I said if it goes seven, the experience yeah, leads to the Yeah, but you still pick Warriors. Celtics and six. Yeah, I just think they're better. I'm using the word experience as, as far totality. as I think that the Celtics will that. use this as a springboard for future success. They'll be back. I don't know if it'll be next year, but they'll be back probably a few more times with Jason Tatum. They're probably the class of the Eastern Conference and in the next three years. They're loaded. I mean, they got a deep roster. They play phenomenal defense. So this is really like, this is like, Really, this is one of the best offenses that you're going to see. There's so many different ways that the Warriors can score. And then you got the defense on the other side. I think that the fact that war the Warriors can have some range here and shoot beyond the arc, like that's something the Celtics really haven't seen yet. They really haven't seen it. I mean, cuz they can they can bang with the best of them. I think Paul, they be, too. I but think they can be the top 3 teams in the East minus the Sixers possibly. They beat them straight up. You made you made a point before where you were saying about like ducking teams and things like that, and you didn't like it, and how the, the Celtics just won to Welcome. to go play Brooklyn, and it was like whatever, fuck it, fucking sweep. But them. I feel like honestly, <laughs> like we said this before, it didn't matter because they knew they were better than Brooklyn. I don't think they were worried about it at all, which is crazy to say because anybody should be worried about going up against Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. The way they've been playing ball since what All Star break, yeah. You could argue they were the best team in the whole league. I mean, honestly, they, they have been. They haven't lost back-to-back -back games in five months. But, like, part of it for me, too, is like, okay, you have the obvious. The obvious being Steph and Clay, And Clay is back now. Like, Clay, He's here. was iffy for a part of this playoffs here. And he's back now. He's he's regular Clay. Okay? Draymond, I'm not so sure. I, I told you what I felt there. I don't know if he's going to be able to lock one of these guys down. Um, Jordan Poole, though. I think he'll have success. Kevon Looney, he stepped it up. That was kind of big for me. That's a big development right there. He, he stepped it up, and then, as Nick was saying, Andrew Wiggins, like, they just have so many ways to beat you. And the Celtics are coming into this thing. They're tired. I mean, that's back-to-back -back Game sevens, physical series in each one. Yeah, but they have four days off. I think they're. I think they'll be all right. This uh, is the finals. Like, I think your adrenaline's actually pumping. I also believe that you're wrong. I think the Celtics are t taking game one. That's Possibly. where we go crazy. I mean, that's where we <laughs> we always go crazy. Yeah, facts. That's where we separate, though. I think the Celtics are winning tomorrow night. Tonight. If they win tomorrow night, that sets the tone, and then maybe I'd be willing to change. But I'm telling you right now, I think experience is going to matter here, and they'll be back. And just out of respect for the way they play, the style that they play, and the way that they fight, that's why I had it going seven. Because I didn't think, like, it, if it went into a deeper series here, I think it favors the Warriors because they're going to have more gas. Oh, and Steph's got his Steph's got his legs back. Like to me, it's just like, all right, experience is gonna matter here. And they're gonna take this series, but the Celtics will use it and will probably win a ring in the next three years. Let me ask you guys That's, a question. And it always happens. That's how it goes in the NBA. That's how it goes. He made you doke him, man. He's but I, I won't be surprised either way. The Sixers like you guys had him in the fucking building. Where are you guys put your money? The Warriors at minus three and a half? Or Celtics plus three and a half? What do you I would take Celtics money line. I bet money lines. I don't really do spreads. But if you had to do a spread, I would take the Celtics half. tomorrow night because I like them to win. See, the line tells me the Warriors. Yeah, I, I, I hate to say too. that, and I think the Warriors are winning Game One, so that that actually kind of makes sense for me. But it, it it looks enticing to take Boston at plus three and a half. It just does. It looks like, you know, it just looks juicy to me. So for me, like I think it's a Warriors line. 
Uh, um, so, yeah, I think Warriors are winning game one, though. No Who, doubt. Who's your finals MVP? It's going to be Jason Tatum. Pauls, same? Light skin. And I guess I'll just go, I'll go Steph because you were right. Like, honestly, the narrative is going to favor him no matter what here. So the best, the best part is I don't have any ties to these teams. I don't give a fuck who wins. Yeah, I, I would have preferred to cool. see neither of them get in here. Yeah. If I'm being honest. Yeah, right. There's just, in my opinion, there's just no way the Warriors win this series and Steph doesn't win an MVP. Because that's all the talk is about anymore. It's just Steph needs a finals MVP. He needs a finals MVP. There's just no way. Like not for nothing, but if you're gonna bet the if you're gonna bet the Warriors, in my opinion, if you're gonna bet the Warriors to win the series, they're minus one sixty. Why not just bet Steph as the MVP finals for minus one fifteen? If you think that's the way it's gonna be, because you're gonna save money on that. Yeah, exactly. Right. It makes sense. You, you, you I, get more of your payout. Yeah, I just don't I just don't see Steph Curry not winning the finals MVP and then beating that team. There's just no fucking way. Well, they gotta win it first. They're not. They're not. But I think this is a good chance to transition to the to the last NBA subject of the night. Well, first of all, I forgot to say this. You know the Sixers are getting their first rounder this year. Yeah. That's deferred. They deferred to 2023, which is odd. I mean, weird. We're going to be better next year. Exactly. Uh, it's kind of weird. We'll take it, though. Yeah. We're not going to talk about that, though. Okay? Darvin Ham! Yeah, that was loud. My bad. That's okay. Darvin Ham! Home Who? run. Home Who? run. Who? D Ham. D ham, D ham, D ham is fucking crazy. Man. That's the that D ham is the is the newest crazy. Lakers head coach. Home D, run. Yo, that might be the actual title name. D ham. <laughs> that is insane. <laughs> oh man. Well, there you sick. go. That's your that's your newest Lakers head coach, coming from the Bucks, an assistant coach there, totally out of the blue. Okay, what are we thinking? And I doubt this is going to take much time, but what are we thinking? Because this is like, uh, this is stunning. I loved it. A former player. Of course you did. From Popovich. Of course you did. From Popovich and Budenholzer. He's respected. He worked with, he was an assistant when Kobe Bryant was on the Lakers. He's fucking commanding. Like, I mean, he got them to, uh, whatchamacallit, he gets to pick his own team. He made sure Kurt Rambis isn't going to be in any of the players' meetings, unlike Frank Vogel. He's a man of respect. I feel like the players are going to respect him. Like, Willie Green, Ime Udoka, that seems to be the wave right now. I, but can, he, can he coach? Why not? He was just on the championship with I, the team. I mean, I hope. Right? I think he can. I we feel got bad. no proof. I feel bad for him because he's going to be the, the, the scapegoat. Because the Lakers ain't going nowhere next year. Uh, well, right, yes, They're not. I'm just sorry to, <laughs> I'm not, really, okay. really sorry to, to, to really break your heart, bro. All right. I don't want to do it to you this early All right. in the offseason. But I no, have to. No, do it. Pile it on. It's already brought up. Episode 83. But I'll remember this shit. It's going to be sad because he's going to be the scapegoat. Because they ain't winning shit. They'll get back to the playoffs, Book though. it. I think. Are they going to make the playoffs? Maybe. Maybe yeah, not. I disrespectful. Maybe I think, not. I think so. I think it's questionable. I think you have to question it. Why not? If it's you have fair. the same players and you roll into next season with the same squad with a little bit of tweaking on the bench, I think you get the same fucking result. Yeah, I mean, right, we'll see. Anthony Davis will be a street You got close. LeBron a year older. I'm not saying he's declined, but it's still a year older. I'm not worried Anthony about LeBron. Davis. Anthony Davis. No, he's don't, the least of the problem. Anthony Davis don't stay healthy, and Russ is he's on a decline. You don't know about Russ yet. Yeah, exactly. That's the question mark. He's like, an enigma. Can he? Get the most out of Russell Westbrook. That's, the NBA is that's going to change everything. The NBA is getting better and better and better. Like these, like these teams, like the, you know the Timberwolves, the Pelicans, like they're getting better. Like like teams that 
you just don't normally see I know. are getting better because a lot of parity in the league. You're starting to see more and upcoming like high school recruits and there's no become super stars in college, and then they, you know they be, you know they blossom. There's no super teams. So there's teams. It's also the talent that you know in today's world and generation. Like we're just everybody's evolving because the sports science is getting better, and there's new ways to do things. And yep. you know what I mean. Workouts are different. Uh, everything, dude. Like there's just so much more information now to to get your you know your ability to a, like an elite status to be a pro you know a pro baller you know what i mean so like i feel like there's more information available now that's why you see a lot a lot more talent i just love i just loved it because it's better than like a d'antoni or a doc like some old ass coach like fuck that yeah because well, you know what you're gonna get from them yeah get a new blood in there get a young guy he's gonna command respect at a locker room he's a champion he comes from greg popovich and budenholzer he worked with kobe He's respected amongst his players. <laughs> D ham. D ham. I, I can't get that out of my I, head. I'm I'm stunned. I think that they needed to go with an experienced head coach, because I fear with a new guy who wants to make big changes. I'm sure. I, I I'm not saying the respect won't be there. I'm just saying we don't know what this guy's gonna ask of this team. Like this is a this is a veteran team here, and I wonder if he's gonna be the one to get the most out of him. And He's gonna have to be a player's coach right off the bat, because if you if you fuck around with veterans, they're not they're definitely not gonna respect you. Right. Um, I mean, I feel bad actually. I like this is probably not the best job for him, and I I I will root for him. It's a good coaching tree right there. Mm -hmm. Sure. But I just don't see like a pathway to them getting any better besides Anthony Davis playing over half a season and i i just can't see it right now i think no, he'll, be I know. I'm with he'll be hurt in the first 10 games he'll be in street clothes the usual yeah regular shit i know that's russell tough. westbrook though that's the interesting part of this because they're probably gonna have to keep him so his job is gonna it. be made it, on saying. that right there i knew it dude and i just He's i saying. just don't i don't know I wish they took Doc too, Ant. Okay, <laughs> uh, it was a pipe dream, but I mean, nah, he's he's another one. Scapegoat. They needed they needed an experienced coach. It just it's just not the best fit. I feel like, and again, none of us know jack shit about this guy, so it is what it is. It's just a surprising hire. Fair. Sometimes crazy hires like that work out. You're right. Add to I the mean, chaos. But sometimes it doesn't either. It just it reminds me. I just got done watching Winning Time with the Lakers, and I still have to watch that. Yeah, you do. It just, you know, we'll see. I don't know. That, that franchise we'll is in shambles. But LeBron is not my worry. Okay. Now. Appreciate it, guys. I'm thinking. I'm thinking here. I'm gonna. I'm gonna send you a little something. All right. NFL time, Philly Phil. Yeah, this is going to be rocking. I miss, I miss the NFL. <laughs> so do I. I just, so want, bad, I just want to point that out there. I really we got I one month it. until I it's really like we start to get back into the groove. Yeah, 99 more days. Aaron Unbelievable. Donald. It's a beautiful thing. I can't wait. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, without further ado, guys. This segment is going to be full of energy and debate, and I know it. We've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for this one. We've had this ready <laughs> for a week. You entered. Okay. We did our homework. <laughs> Excuse me? What did you just say? Nothing, dude. Balls. 
That's Peter crazy. King got the conversation started for us. Thank you, Peter King. That was the only thing that he did well here. Peter King's power rankings are out. The top 10 is released. Philly Phil, thank you so much. Look at this graphic, everybody. I see some mids in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, facts. Right, one mid, Peter King's mid, power mid, rankings. Five. You can see it, but I'll, I'll count it down for you, okay? Because we're going to have some natural debate. We're going to give you P&I's top 10, courtesy of each of us three, okay? And then we're going to... I mean, there's going to be conversation. I already know... Your lists are gonna your your lists are gonna be fucking shot out as fuck, and I'm not gonna be able to tolerate it. And I already know I feel my blood pressure going, and I didn't even hear it yet. Okay, Peter <laughs> King's list though. Okay, Bills number one, Chargers number two, Chiefs three, Rams four, Packers five, Bucks six, Bengals seven, Ravens eight, Eagles nine, 49ers ten. <laughs> Peter King. Ladies and gentlemen, he's been around a long time. Shit. Do we want to react to this first? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck he was on. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, we, we could just we could start this, now, this you know right what? now. No. I mean, <laughs> I, I, you already, you know what? Here, give yeah. me your list. Start I, at ten, count down to one, right, and at, then we'll talk. Okay, at number all ten. Right, this is this is Paul's Paul's list. <clears throat> his top ten right now. Top ten teams Heading in the NFL into the season. All right, we got the Eagles at number 10. Nice. At number 9. Good for you. At number 9, we got the Raiders. Everybody's sleeping on them motherfuckers. At number 8, we got the Chiefs. At number... <laughs> Yo, <laughs> you're such a fucking troll. I'm just saying. <laughs> at number 7, we got the Ravens. At number 6, we have the Broncos. At number 5, we have the Rams. At number 4, we have the Bengals. At number 3, we have the Buccaneers. <laughs> This at number great. two, we have the Chargers. And at number one, we have the Bills. <laughs> Yo, you're the best, man. I love you. Because that plays so well into what I'm going to say tonight. Play with me. Thank you so Whoa. much. <laughs> hey, hey. Himothy. He is. He's not Himothy. I promise you I'm that. Himothy, bro. Oh, my God. Oh I don't see God. who I forgot. My list looks fucking great in my eyes. I love you, they're bro. Little hey, you know what? Great. I should have wrote down your list. Can you just type it up in our chat? Absolutely. Type it up because we're going to need to re-reference this shit. Oh, please do. Okay. Wow. That's a start. There's already... There's three things right away. All right, go ahead. Nick Theories. <laughs> P.E. Your top ten. You're such a fucking troll. I'm not trolling. Put, don't forget to put your list here. I did. I sent it. Where? Where'd you want it? In slat and uh, pause. Discord. All right. Pause. Major pause. God. Oh my God. All right. Go ahead, theories. Oh, Let's my, hear this God. Shit. oh my God. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm going to start off at 10. I'm going to go down 10 to 1. Okay. At number 10, I got the Indianapolis Colts. Number 9, I got the Baltimore Ravens. Number eight, I got the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm right with you. Number eight, I swear to God. I swear to you. At number seven, this is going to surprise you, bottom line, I got the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, number six, I got the Green Bay Packers. Number five, I got the LA Chargers. Four, Cincy Bengals. Three, Bucks. Two, Bills. And number one, I got the Rams. They're, they're the best team. They won the fucking bowl. Yeah, they lost OBJ and Robert Woods, but Robert Woods didn't play when when uh, they won the bowl. Okay, 
You know who they got? They got Allen Robinson. <laughs> okay. Let's pair him up with a fucking 2,000-yard wide receiver. That's all I got to say. They're, they're not going anywhere. Theories, do me a favor and type your list in Discord as well. Say less. I respect you a lot more already. <laughs> Mr. Pops over here, because he knows exactly what he did. I don't know what I did. My he list is fine. Exactly what he did. I don't know what I did, bro. You're just confused? Yeah, I mean, because, <laughs> I mean, look, I know I'm him. I just, I don't, I'm trying looking at my list. It seems accurate to me. I know what you did. I like my list, too. All right. My turn. Name number 10. Um, uh, Godfarf. Godfarf did not, uh, um, your son, Mr. Theory's PE, did not have the Eagles on his list, if that's what you're asking. Oh, no. shit. I'm sorry. I forgot Nick went. No, no, but I mean, it could have been I got you. Yeah. for both of you. No. Okay. You got to be more specific. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Attention to detail. <laughs> oh, man, I got to relax. I'm already getting into it. I like my list. Theories, put it in Discord, please. Pause. Put it in you. Put it, Whoa! Put it on Discord. All right, go ahead, Nick. Can you put that in Discord for me? Go ahead, Nick. What? Send it in Discord. I already did. Oh, sorry. Discord. Oh. I got you. <laughs> I, I, listen. Herrera. That's okay. All right, it's, it's our hour here at P&I, as always. All right, Mikey P, myself. Number 10, the Philadelphia Eagles, like Mr. Pauls over there. See? Number 9, the Bengals. Number 8, the Ravens. Number 7, torn between this. Okay, 6 and 7, you can flip-flop. 7, I have the Chargers. 6, Broncos. 5, Rams. Wow, you were with me. Well, you changed, though, so that's okay. I had the Rams at five. I know, but just wait one second. I got you, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I'll tell you why. All right. Four Packers. Three Chiefs. Two Tom Brady and the Bucks. And number one, the Buffalo Bills. So we got a lot of variety here. And I'll type this up for you guys, too. Wow. Can I point out one thing? So I could have Philly Phil play this audio before we go back and forth. Can yeah. I just point out one thing? Yeah. Well, first of all, you changed with the Bucks. I did. And because you had the Rams, you still have the Rams over the Bucks. This is Tom Brady's biggest fan here. No, I'm fair. I call it how I see it. The Rams had, they have the Bucks number. It seems like every time they play them, they almost get the best of them. So like. I think the Bucks have to get over that hump. So for me, I, I'm putting the Rams as the best team in the NFC. So this is just largely out of respect, or you actually think their team is just no, better? No, I, I think you their team think is very, very good. And I think I mean, they are very good. Aaron Donald's not retiring. I know there's a lot of talk about that. I don't think he's going anywhere. Nah. There, there's, there, there's no way. And I, I, I don't think they lost much. I mean, they lost Von Miller, okay, but like they also got Allen Robinson in, on the offensive end. Like... I don't know. I, I, I really like their team. Me I think too. I, 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 I mean they're they're primed to, to go right back, okay? They yeah, are. I just worry with them with Jalen Rams is he still there? I just worry with them with hangover because mm -hmm. to me they they kind of seem content. Like Aaron Donald was on that uh that podcast and he said like, Oh, I'm good even if I don't win another one. That's not the right attitude. Well he I don't like that. Well his goal was to play eight NFL seasons. He I know. played nine. So yeah. this will be his but tenth. Don't so come back actually, if your heart's in it. I don't like that. No, I though. agree with you. I'm not disagreeing with you, but like I I mean That just rubbed me the wrong way. And like 
Sean McYay, as Skip Bayless would say, <laughs> he just seems also, like somebody that would be content. But he's also negotiating a contract. Think about it. He's playing games. Think about it. Why not? Hey, hey, oh yeah, I'm gonna walk away. The Rams need the Rams need Aaron Donald. I know they do. He is doing that because he's gonna get the bag that he wants. We'll see. That's exactly what they're gonna do. I'm telling you, he's gonna get his money. He he. There's no way in hell he is retiring. There's no way. If, no, he, would have, if he wanted to retire, he would have already retired. Go enjoy the summer. Right? Yeah. That's how I think. I mean, he's playing negotiations. That's all he's doing. I, I agree with you there, Mr. Theories. That said, guys, I think the Rams actually, it, it's plain and simple for me. I think that, I well, I already told you this, okay? I already had the Bucs as the better team before the draft. I already had that. I have the receipts. And I thought for sure both of you were going to say Bucks are better than the Rams now. Kudos to you for sticking with your with your shit there, Mr. Theories. I did say the Bucs were better. No, but you both said the Rams were better. Before. Right. Yeah, I didn't like that comment just rubbed me the wrong way. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's negotiation, Mike. I don't give a fuck what it is. They I don't know like they it. need him. Of course he's going to say that. What's he going to say? Oh, no, nah, I really want to be back. I would like, of course he's like, I mean, it, it's better. Morale. I don't like it, bro. I don't like that. They comment. respect him in that locker room. I don't think it's going to damage anything. I don't like it. Guarantee that. Don't like it. Hangover. And they have a brutal schedule. Sure. So do the Bucks. The Bucks have Tom Brady. But the Bucks have a brutal schedule. That's fine. I know. But I, I, I like in the grand scheme, what I'm saying is I don't think it matters. I think the Rams are better than the Bucks right now. The Bucks, they got to prove it to me that they that they could beat the Rams. That's all I got to say. I think that the Bucks and the Packers literally aced this offseason. Absolutely. It. Aced it. And that's that's pinpoint. That's exactly why. I think the Rams offensive line losing Whitworth is monstrous and not getting talked about because they did not replace him properly they lose von miller okay obj they lose obj okay i could get past that because you got Allen robinson absolutely um i mean i just don't know how joe Noteboom. i guess he's going to be protecting stafford's blind side coordinator um they lose like unsung guys. You got Sebastian Joseph Day, Darius Williams. These are like unsung guys that were big contributors on this team. Um, you gain Bobby Wagner. That is kind of big. Absolutely. So I, I, I'm I just saying. About Wagner. This just goes back to what I was saying, and I'm I'm gonna have Philly Phil save this clip actually for later in the season, when you guys change your mind and you have the Bucks riding high. Okay, I'm gonna have him save the clip. I'm gonna save it. Yeah, I think you need to save it. Save the receipt. I, I know, right man. Now play that shit. What's going on? You want to hear it? I mean, <laughs> yeah. it'll explain why I still have the Bucks where they are. Yeah, please. That's pre-editions. That's fine. It's Go a one-minute clip here. I thought for sure you were going to take the Bucks, Nick. No. Go ahead, Phil. All I'm going to say is, so it's not all confusing. It's going to sound like there's two of each of us, so keep the reactions to, to a minimal <laughs> until afterward. Roger that, finally, Ro Phil. Receipts were kept, basically, here. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Bucks are the best team in the NFC. Facts or cap? Now's where it gets interesting. I'm going to say... I'm going to say cap again. I will put the Rams above them, but I wouldn't put the Packers above them. I would say the Rams are the only team definitively better than them in the NFC that I can think of right now off the top of my head. Nick Deary's. I'm, I'm with you on that. I, it, it feels like the Rams wow. have the Bucks number a little wow. bit. Um, they've beaten them a couple of times with Brady, and Brady Turn had better teams <laughs> than he has right now. So. <laughs> And the Rams are the best team in the NFC right now. I mean, they are the Super Bowl champion, so they are going to be the ones that's going to be hunted. So that's a good spot to be in if you're a buck. Because now you're not – you don't have a target on your back anymore. The Rams do. So So I I like the the position. The audience is saying cap. (laughs) I'm seeing majority say cap to the NFL. I'm seeing majority say cap to the NFC. I'm saying facts. <laughs> Shit. Okay. I think that they got more. I think that they just need to return some players to health. But I think, honestly, right now, I have more questions about whether the Rams can fix their O-line than the Bucks, which is surprising. But that's what happens when you have uh, an all-pro center like that, two bookend tackles, mm-hmm. okay? There were some injuries there. And I hate to blame injuries, too. You know that. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to bail Tom Brady out. But um, I think that they're deeper even on defense. There's a clip for you, fellas. Actually, that pretty much summarized it perfectly. You were right on, Nick Theories. That's everything consistency's I, key. Everything I said in that clip, I legitimately just said. I know. You did? It was here. like a playback. I'm, so I'm, there you go. I'm it was good consistent. for you anyway. I'm, I'm very, very consistent. consistent. Yeah. I just know that you're going to change when Tom Brady's fucking balling. Because listen, here's why. Shaq Mason will be a more than adequate replacement for Alex Kappa, Ali Marpet. Okay. Aaron Stinney, okay. But that's one guard. So we're talking, they have four elite offensive linemen. The Rams maybe have one, maybe, maybe. Okay, that's going to be major because Matthew Stafford gets hurt. So that's the first thing. And I'm, I'm really, I'm genuinely worried about that offensive line. That's kind of the biggest thing. I think defensively, the Bucks are just deeper. And then they signed Akeem Hicks yesterday, which just reinforced my argument there. Akeem Hicks... Um, you're missing Godwin for probably, I don't know, six games, I'm going to guess, six to eight games. But you go out, you replace him with, um, what's his name? Jeez, your, your boy. Your boy uh, from fantasy. The Falcons kid. Uh, Russell Gage. Russell Gage. <clears throat> See, I'm not engaged. I love that signing. I wasn't way. engaged. Sorry. Facts. All right. I was screaming in for weeks. I like what that I mean, signing by them. That's a really good sign. It's sneaky. I mean, just just look at what Godwin they did Jr. there. Look at what they did this, this sneaky offseason. Sneaky and I'm freaky. Yeah. <laughs> I just think that they're loaded. I think they're returning all their guys to injury. So I'm still, I'm sticking with the same thing. I just want you guys to remember this, though. When you say that I'm Tom Brady Basher or whatever it is. You have receipts. I've been, I've been picking this guy literally since like halfway through the season last year. And he let me down every time. (laughs) 
But guess what? What's better? better like, nah, nah, nah. What's better? No. We're not doing that. Ready? That's, no, a, see, that's the shit this? I'm talking about. You see the little slick jabs, that shit? I don't yeah, but like he that. Has. Man, hell I didn't say he no. chose. This guy was in the fucking MVP conversation to the end. I hear you. That's, that's all I know. He, every sure. time and I picked was 43 him, years old. It came up short, man. That's cool. Name another fucking 43-year-old quarterback who's done what he did. Vinny Testaverde. Ever in history. Vinny Testaverde. Look up the stats. It's not even comparable. Guys, wipes him out of the what? fucking out of the water. It's not even comparable. Look, mm -hmm. he has a Hall of Fame career in his forties. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. So, what have you done for me lately? Yeah, what do you yeah, that doesn't lately? even make any sense. Yeah. He, he's forty three. I don't in give a fuck. 40s, I don't care. He's, he's fifty three. He's got a Hall of Fame career in his forties. That's great. Forty. He played forty. That's great. He went out on a bad limb though. Forty two and forty three. Yeah. Okay. So this is good, Nick. You want to know why? What's better than Tom Check Brady? His fucking resume. What's, what's better than Tom Brady? Impressed. Who's better than Tom Brady? Nobody. Answer my question, Mike. Nobody. You're wrong. You're both wrong. A motivated Tom Brady is better than Tom Brady. Oh, that's wrong. true. A motivated, <laughs> pissed off I, I Tom know. Brady I know. is better than Tom Brady. And guess who's going to be there this year? Psycho Tom. Motivated, pissed off Tom Brady. That's the most important thing. He's coming. I mean, they virtually replaced everything that they lost. And they get Logan Ryan at safety. Uh, I love it. I love it. I think that just returning guys from injury is major. And then they draft Jamel Dean, who's going to start at corner. That was the other issue. You get Carlton Davis back, which wasn't looking likely. It was either going to be him or Godwin. They got both of them back. I know. You get Carlton Davis. They you get Godwin Jamel Dean. You answer the other side. And you got a, a major pass rush here. Major. Hey. Hey, guys, where's Gronk? <laughs> and Gronk's not even back yet. Yeah, where's like, he at? Gronk's going to be back. He'll be back. I promise you. He'll be back. He's chilling, bro. This looks like... He, he just don't want to like go out to these OTAs and shit. He's he's a veteran, bro. He knows what he's doing. This defense right here looks like Brett their Super Bowl defense, just slightly younger. That's what it looks like right now. And, and again, really, there's been no difference on offense except for losing AB, which... He will be replaced by Russell Gage when Chris Goblin comes back. I got to be honest, Period. guys. I, I really like that signing. I think that's a sneaky, sneaky It is. Signing. I've been I think he's, he's so more, Listen, he's more than re replacement level for Chris Goblin's spot sure. while he's gone. He's going to be a, a very good slot receiver for Tom Brady. Absolutely. Underrated player to begin with. Well, I, I feel like Goblin would actually take the slot role more than anything. No, I mean, I'm saying until he comes back. Russell Gage is going to play in the slot until he comes back. Oh, he yeah, might lead the team in targets injury. until Which Godwin comes back. What's that? He might lead the team in targets if, until Godwin comes back. Possibly, because Evans... He's that guy. Well, Evans gets double teamed. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, we got to talk about this, because I know Mike Evans, he has got to be the most underrated wide receiver in the league. He's, a, nobody he's got ever a Hall of Fame resume the, right nobody now. Nobody ever puts him in the top five. Like, you know, everything, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, no, like, that's right. Nobody ever puts him in top five. He had eight straight seasons with 1,000 yards. I mean, like... First wide receiver ever. I mean, come on, man. What the fuck does he got to do? He's just not, like, a flash. So what? No, he no, produces. I'm saying that's why. I know, I know. And again, we go back to when I, I spoke about this. People love flash. Yeah. That's why I hate that shit, man. Like, you got to look at it from, a, from a, a production standpoint. Is this guy holding his end of the bargain year in and year out? Is he giving me consistent effort year in and year out? If he's giving me... Pro Bowl effort year in and year out, and he has. He's produced. 
Nobody ever talks about Mike Evans, and that really bothers me. Most consecutive. I'm potting. So to start to start <laughs> his career, most consecutive 1,000 yard seasons. He hasn't had one below 1,000 yet. No. He's going to be a Hall of Famer if he keeps this up. Oh, yeah, it's all, I think it's Hall. He's of, got yeah. the touchdowns too. He's got, he, and, he, and he's gotten he's got a Super Bowl. And he's got Tom Brady for another year, at least. He's probably. I mean, he can have 15 touchdowns this year because he's going to have to step up. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's awesome. But man. they're, they're he's just, just not loaded. About. I there's, just don't like. There's it. really there's no there's like maybe one or two positions out of 22 starters that might be considered average to below average. Maybe I'm I'm calling it a stretch here. And then you bring back Lenny, and then they draft another running back, Rashad White. That they really they they're loaded. They're kind I'm of- seeing. I'm seeing Super Bowl appearance with this roster. I'm not going to say anything about that, but I'm just saying this looks like a Super Bowl fucking roster across the board. All right? So there's that. I'm sticking with that. Packers! Because you knew it was coming! Are you serious, Pauls? It's not even... You don't even... And then not only do you not have them top 10, but the team that you say is beating them in the division is not in your top 10. I was actually between them and the Eagles for number 10. I was between the Vikings and the Eagles for number 10. I think the Vikings are being slept on. Yeah, but why do you think the Packers are ass? Because here's the thing. They're not making the playoffs? Why the Vikings? I'm just so curious. Because I think that with Kevin O'Connell, who's coming off a Super Bowl, he was the offensive coordinator of a Super Bowl winning team. Matt Stafford had an amazing year. All the Cooper Cup had an amazing year with the scheme. All those wide receivers were producing. Now you're going to Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins puts up gaudy numbers. Okay. Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. He's always hurt too. Who? Thielen. Yeah, but I mean, look, I that's got a fair. feeling. But you also have that you also have Dalvin Cook. I like them. I think that they have a talented roster, and I don't understand the same people saying that the Eagles, that AJ Brown is propelling the Eagles forward because of his presence, are the same people acting like losing Devontae Adams is nothing. That like that is a big fucking loss. They didn't replace him. I don't care what anybody says. When your best wide receiver is Aaron Jones, I don't want to hear it. But your running back is your best wide receiver. So is that I love it. Is that the reason why the the Packers have been a playoff team all these years? What? That's a great point. Losing a receiver is going to be the reason they don't make the playoffs? Yes, because they what else they did. They, but they weren't winning in the playoffs with that receiver. But they're going to be a top five team, guaranteed. Absolutely not. Guaranteed. The, the Lions are be- the, Here's the thing. The, We're close, though. The Lions, aren't a, Six. the Lions aren't bums anymore. They're not. They're not bums. They have a good squad. The Vikings, I, I've been screaming out. I'm saying all the time. The Vikings are winning that division. They're be- they are a better team than the fucking the Packers. The, the Packers but lost. But Why? Because they the, have one more skill player, is what bro, you're saying. Yes, but that they matters. They have one more receiver. But Devontae Adams is a big loss. Do you think the Packers aren't going to score 30 points a game? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. I, I, like I will bet running, anything. I like the running game, though. I will say. I don't. They're, I just. I don't understand it. Do. So they're going to pivot. They're going to be more of a run-centric offense that beats you in the play action. They got field stretchers and Watson. And Watkins, if he can stay healthy, okay. I guarantee they're probably going to add another vet. Who's Watkins? Sammy. Oh, hell no. If, no. Oh, no, no, no. You replaced him with Sammy. I do that. I listen to me. That. Oh, and they logic, logic. They I said it. field stretcher. I don't. I told you right now. I, yeah, I bet I you he plays, only thing I he needs bet he plays eight games. Only thing he needs to stretch is his hands. But you have to respect him when he's on the field. That's all I'm saying. So field stretching favors the run game. They'll probably go out. They've had interest in Odell Beckham. I've already said I think that there's a chance they sign him. But 
Offensive line, here we go. You return David Bakhtiari, arguably the best left tackle, which means you move Elton Jenkins, who no one talks about, arguably a top five tackle himself, goes back to right tackle. So now you have the probably the best tackle combination besides the Philadelphia Eagles in the entire league. Boom, right there. Offensive line is loaded again. Defense, like defense, defense, defense. They fucking nailed it. They nailed it. Look at their pass rush. They bring back Devondre Campbell, okay? They still have Kenny Clark. And look at what else they did. I mean, they go out, they basically, they drafted, they replaced Devontae Adams with first-round talent on the defense. You re-sign Rasul Douglas. You have Eric Stokes on one side. You have Jair Alexander, who is a top-five corner on the other side, coming back healthy this year, okay? So you could argue they have the best cornerback trio in the league, maybe even the best secondary. Adrian Amos. Top 10 safety, hands down. No one talks about this kid, okay? Their defense, I promise you right now, their defense is going to be a top five defense in the league this year. I'm hearing top you. Top five. No, but you're, you're dismissing everything just because they lost. Listen, best receiver in football, <clears throat> maybe they get another two, three good years out of him. Maybe. but It's worth it, It's though. It's how they're going to do it. They're going to distribute the ball more. And they're going to be a run-centric offense, play action. But here's the problem. And they're loaded. They're able to do that handily right now. They're set up for success right now. This is actually more of a playoff roster, I'd say. Insanity. Because when they get into the playoffs, this defense is fucking locking your ass up. And they're going to beat you on the ground. Cold I, weather, they're going to beat you on the ground. I have two points I want to make. Last year, That's they only averaged 26.5 points with Devontae Adams. That number's going down. Point Fine. by period. Now, they could put 30 people in the box. They could they could try and run the ball ground and pound, but there's going to be eight in that front because there's nobody there on the outside. Because you have to respect speed. But you don't. And that's the same thing the Chiefs did. There is not one cornerback in the NFL or anybody at this table that respects Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins can still beat your ass, I promise you, but he won't be on the field the whole season. You do have to respect though. You do have to respect the four three speed from Watson. You do have to respect that that he's going to beat you over the top if you don't watch him. So they're not going to be able to stack the box. Well, I disagree. Jalen Rieger was fast coming out of college. This guy's kind of fast, too. I mean, it, it doesn't really translate, though. Yeah, but if he's used properly. In fairness, I'm, I'm just talking saying, about, I got the Green Bay Packers listen, the Philadelphia That's Eagles, saying, The Philadelphia Eagles, the way that they used Rieger, arguable, different scheme when he first came out anyway. It was Doug Peterson, okay? Whatever. Is it even worth talking about him? No. I'm saying no. What I'm saying know, is they got I know sold what you're on saying. speed. That's all. I know, but did they use it properly? No, they started using them in. Underneath. I don't think he used it properly. Yeah, <laughs> they were using them in underneath like, routes, and he also just can't. I they should have used them in the tunnel, bringing out the fucking Gatorade bottle. <laughs> His speed would have looked better there. Or all I'm the saying flags is coming out of the tunnel with the yeah. Eagles on, with the Eagles logo. <laughs> yeah, yeah one of the guys. <laughs> the difference between him. And this organization is the Packers are always there, and there's a reason. Okay? And they lost their offensive coordinator, who apparently is like that guy. The Broncos love him. Aaron Rodgers loved him. Now you're on Matt LaFleur. Last time Matt LaFleur was the offensive coordinator on the Titans or the Jags, they were the 27th ranked offense. But it also got him hired. Whatever the case, he still got hired as a head coach. Listen, all I'm saying is I'm not saying that the offense is going to be better, but they're just going to play differently. And A.J. Dillon's a stud, too. But here's the problem. And they're also going to use Aaron Jones more out of the backfield. Yeah. It's a problem. I don't think it's a problem at all. They lost Devontae Adams. I think you you have to absolutely still respect the speed. So let me ask you a question. You're saying Sammy Watkins plays what, eight games? Probably. He plays eight games. So then you're rolling with 
<clears throat> excuse me. You're rolling with um, what's his face? Then you're you're Alan count, Lazar, on, you're count on the rookie for sure. But listen, this is why I said That's I think insane, that I still bro. think right now this is this is the overall roster right now. I still think they're going to sign someone like OBJ. There's some players out there. But besides the fact, I'm not counting it for that. I'm counting it for the fact of how they're going to run their team this year. I also That's have how the, it's going to be. I also have another point that I want to make that I was just thinking of. Aaron Rodgers is probably top two and he's not two in body language when you are losing in a game. What happens when that wide receiver, when his rookie wide receiver drops a ball that he puts on the money and he pouts like a little bitch walking off the field? How does that work for that wide receiver's confidence? That I don't think he's going to have to worry about it because they're going to be leading in time of possession and the defense is going to be locking your ass up. We're going to see too, and we talked about this with A.J. Brown for Jalen Hurts. Catch radius matters. And now, if he's not, he is he's the most accurate thrower Speed in the kills league. too. But those balls need to be pinpoint accurate. There were balls that, that Devontae Adams was able to make the grabs that made Aaron Rodgers' bad throws look pretty. That's not happening. But this is still two straight MVPs for the guy. And, and he listen, lost, you can say that about any quarterback one. in the league. He lost his number one. And, and I'm not taking away from it. I'm just saying they'll play differently this year. Well, well That's if I, all. If I'm Green Same Bay. Same with the Chiefs. I'm and Green I'll get Bay. there in a second. And I have Aaron Jones and I got A.J. Dillon. I'm, I'm putting Aaron Jones sometimes in the, the slot. Same, in the slot. Because I know his speed can beat the third corner on that team. Yeah. And then hurt, now, you, but now AJ, you're looking at longevity there. If AJ Dillon AJ is Dillon's running the rock, play more. if he's running the rock effectively and he's getting Fantasy. six yard chunks, if he's getting six yard chunks, then you have to respect the run. So you're able to do play action. So they're able to get creative, but Devontae Adams loss is really major. Really major. Did they get an I offensive coordinator? I will not. Did they hire an offensive coordinator? I love their defense. I'll say that. Huge. Mike, did they hire an offensive coordinator? I actually don't, don't even know. Off the top of my head. And I don't even care. So you think Matt LaFleur is just going to call the game plans and be fine? I don't know, and I don't care. I'm going to trust the organization's success and what they have on paper right here. This is another loaded roster. I think Again. Aaron Rodgers came back because he wanted his money, and he's all about him. Himothy. you got to give him credit, though. He stayed with the Packers, and none of us expected that. I mean, I would, Nobody. too, for $50 million. I, did. I didn't. I thought he was I, I Yeah, I thought gone. so, too. But he was gone. He stayed when the house was supposedly collapsing, and they did a hell of a job. I mean, they, they moved on from their number one receiver, but they parlayed it into the weaknesses on, Adam on the rest Senevich. of the roster. He was the offensive line coach. Cool. Offensive line coach, so guess what offensive he's gonna coordinator, do? and you lost Devontae Adams. Great shit. So you know what he's going to do? He's going to run the football. That's what he's going to do. Run yeah. the football and play Into great defense. 30 fucking defenders. Run the football, play great defense, play We're action gonna with an MVP quarterback. We're gonna have some That's a fun. recipe for success. Yeah, I mean, a first-round exit will suffice. In the playoffs. For, I, I, I don't know. I, we'll now. See. It's June 1st, boys. Let's, I know. Let's, let's wrap well, this shit up. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. Now, we have to go Chiefs. Right? Mm -hmm. Why are they eight, guys? I mean, I, I'm happy at least you got them in the top ten. I, I figured it'd be low. I ain't that wild. I actually, I wasn't, you know, I was I was feeling that one of you guys would leave them out. Nah. It, for so me, I'm proud of you. It, for me, it's simple. They, I mean, losing Tyreek Hill is so major. It also affects Travis Kelsey because now teams are able to double him. You don't have another wide receiver that scares anybody. Does Juju scare you? No, he won't scare my mom. That's well. That's what I'm saying. Like, who else do they have that can really, that can really, really scare? Here's so one now, thing I will say: MVS ain't garbage. He's not garbage, but he's not Tyreek fucking. Hill. Not, nobody is, nobody's been and nobody's Devonte Adams either. But when you had success for the last four years built around Tyreek Hill, 
then and you lose him, that's a big loss. He contributed a lot to that offense. So here's the thing. Anytime, anytime Patty Mahomes was under duress, he scra he scrambled out. There was like 10 seconds he were between the ball was snapped and him throwing. 10 seconds right there. We uh Tyree Kill, you're not keeping ugh. up with Tyree Kill for 10 seconds. He's gone. He's fucking gone. So and Mahomes has a he has a, a rocket arm. So of course Tyree Kill is always wide open. And yeah, we talked about this too. You, like you, you get rid of that explosive plays, it, it really is going to matter. But I do trust Andy Reid, so that's why I still have him in there. But I, I just their division's tough too. So like I just don't I don't feel good about where they're going to be in the in the season. And for me with the the Chiefs, it's just again losing Tyree Kill. Like I said this, and uh, I've one of you were busting my balls about it. He needs to get he needs to get better mechanics, Mahomes. Yeah, he with me busting your balls. Yeah, he needs to be like Mahomes' mechanics aren't concrete perfect. No, they're not. But guess what else? He's only forty six touchdowns away from breaking Dan Marino's record to start his career because of number ten. It's not because it's of because just number of 10. number ten, bro. It's so number ten is the only reason that Patrick Mahomes is a great quarterback. No, number ten was the only reason that that game, that that Bills game, that they got back in that Bills game because he threw a fucking ten yard Mike, slant route and he took it to the house. Forty points. I understand that, but those ten yards. I guess yards, a top, the number one defense in the NFL. I couldn't tell on that last drive. However. Oh my God! Miss me with that. No, because ten yard slant routes aren't turning into seventy five yard touchdowns to, anymore. It, that's okay. So here's it's the not thing. okay, they pivot, bro. They pivot and they change their offense too, and it's going to be more of a distrib distributed offense across the board. Except the difference is with the Chiefs and the Packers, is the Chiefs actually added more to wide receiver position than the Packers. That's, that's why I'm not that. I'm not down but on the they Chiefs. Have that two rush. field stretchers that we know will stay healthy. That's the difference there, and Juju will be fine in the slot. Actually, they have three field stretchers because I'm, I'm not even counting Sky Moore, who actually is a legitimate talent, and I trust him more than Christian Watson coming up from one double-A football. Okay? So, is he Tyreek Hill? No. Do we know if he can be that good? No. I mean, Tyreek Hill was, what, a, a fifth-round pick? So, like, these are questions that will be answered, but he is talented, this kid. Sky Moore is talented. And I, don't, I won't expect him to do much right away because... That doesn't happen with receivers these days, unless you're a top 10 pick. So they have four wide receivers who could play decent enough ball. They still have, this is the difference with the Packers, they still have arguably the best tight end in football. Arguably. That's why they're in there. They still have, this is the other difference, they have the number, some will say they're the best offensive line. I say the Eagles, but they're a top two offensive line hands down. <laughs> They'll probably run the football a little bit more this year. They got Ronald Jones, which... Underrated signing because he can run the football. He can't catch for shit. Yeah, and then he'll um, fumble. And I'm then shocked. he'll fumble. But he'll, but he'll, he'll get yards. I mean, so like this is this is kind of interesting how they're gonna how they're gonna do it there. But again, same thing here. So they replace Tyreek Hill with premium defensive players. I mean, they lose Ty Tyrant Matthew, which is big. But like, there's a reason. It's kind of on the downside. He hasn't been. The best safety in the league the last couple of years. He's elite. They replace him though with Justin Reed, who's elite. He's an elite safety. They replace him. He's 25 years old. They draft George Karloftis. So now you have him along with Chris Jones and Frank Clark coming back. He gets overpaid, but he can still rush the pass a little bit. Nick Bolton, they nailed that pick at linebacker last year. You draft Trent McDuffie at corner, who's a stud. So like, again, this is like, pick your poison. Okay, so. The Packers and the Chiefs will be worse point scoring wise. 
most likely. They're not going to score as many points as last year, but they're going to shore up all the other deficiencies that cost them last year. My thing while is, saving though, money, <clears throat> mind you. My thing is, though, is like for the, the Chiefs, their offense was never built on 10 yard on 10 15 play 80 yard drive methodical drive it was never built on that it, like even in the super bowl against the 49ers what did patrick mahomes do to get them back in that game he threw a bomb and tyreek hill went up and stood on it like he was catching a punt like those plays not not being available anymore are going to yeah, matter how many other teams in the league could do those plays anyway this is the thing is they're going to have to exactly. they're going to have to be more like everybody else but the thing is, and I've is never the seen chiefs them do it. if the chiefs then you missed half the season last year because that was the turnaround. The defense, they started balling, and the Chiefs figured out how to play methodically, and that's when they turned their season around. Second half of the season through the playoffs, that's when they started doing more dink and dunk shit, and the vertical stuff's still going to be there. But look, this is it's where we disagree. It's not going to be Tyreek Hill, but they can still hit on some bombs here. I agree but with he that. he commands a lot of attention. He does so command so a ton attention of attention. that attention is going to come to Travis Kelsey. On third downs, who do, who do he usually go to? Tyreek Hill or Travis Kelsey? But that, my... That's going to be a factor. That's going to be because there's a comfort zone there when you have, when you have like a, a, an, an, an actual blanket, yeah. like a fucking tight end that can actually move the chains. And that is so major that people don't even realize. If you watch the good, like the great offenses, look at the 2007 Patriots. They had Randy Moss, they had Stallworth, they had fucking Wes Welker. Wes Welker crushed it in the slot. You need somebody that can move the chains and keep your offense generating and putting stress on the defense and tire them out for the entirety of the game. You guys, exactly you guys love Tom recipe. Brady, right? You love Tom Brady. It's the recipe. You love the Patriots when Tom Brady was there, right? Because. No. <laughs> I mean, check out those receivers. Besides Randy Moss, you know, I mean, obviously they had some talented receivers, but, like, I'm just saying, who's to say that they can't do what the Patriots were doing with Tom Brady there? Here's the one thing, like, though, Arguably, you could, like, you literally make an argument that the Chiefs receivers were better than many of Tom Brady's best seasons. Here's the only I thing. I mean, just I'll saying, say and I... And I Maybe it didn't come out right there, but I'm just saying. I know what you're saying. And here's the difference between the Packers and the Chiefs. I don't. I don't understand it. What do you mean? I think that the Chiefs receivers right now are better than many of the years that Tom Brady's receiving classes. And yeah, he's sure. he's done fine, right? The only difference between the Chiefs and the Packers here is, is how they play football. The Chiefs at least still have, they're like four or five deep in, in receivers, guys who can catch a football and run around. The Packers aren't like that. The Packers are going to be more of a running team this year. I can't say that about the Chiefs, but I can say that they're going to spread the ball out. And Andy Reid runs a spread offense, always has, and he still has weapons. It's just not its not Tyreek Hill. So I get it. Yeah, it, he is Tyreek Hill. There's nobody like him. You know, he can have that. I just There's like, nobody like him, but if you double up Travis Kelsey, then you're freeing up these other guys who can run right past you. And they do have more at the receiver position than the Packers. I mean, right honestly, now. I agree with that. I just feel like, the again, though, like for me, it's just the Chiefs aren't going to have a guy that can take a 10-yard slant route and take it to the house and blow games wide open. Like now when it's 10-7 or 10-3 and Tyreek Hill runs a fucking five-yard dig and explodes, A, it's demoralizing. B, now you just got a free point before the half. The points are going to be harder to come by. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but do you think that he's – like, listen, I get what you're saying – Look where he is now. He's at the Dolphins, right? So, do you think he's still going to be doing that over there? Because I think you're discounting Patrick Mahomes' ability. 
Uh, here's the thing. Why? Do you think that Tyreek Hill is still going to do the same things that we're talking about over there? Why he may he? not do them as He's going to be used differently, I th- and his quarterback's not going to be able to reach him the same way. Well, if he's running 10-yard ins, he can. I, just, I don't coach. think it'll be as frequent. Hold on. I don't think it'll be as frequently, but he will do that same shit because it's about the speed. Two is accurate. It's not like- I know, but I'm just saying, like, a lot of these things that you're saying that they hit on Tua can't make the, some of those throws. But it's a system, there's, too. There's very few quarterbacks it's who can a, make those. But it's a system, too. His head coach I know, but I'm just saying. comes from uh, San Fran, who coached Debo Samuel. So, so I think that's going to translate. I think they have a lot. Of, and and I, they have, I think they have a big plan for Tyreek Hill. So here's I the difference. I think he's going to do just fine in Miami. Same really logic. Do we remember what Andy Reid had done before having this completely vertical offense? He was a West Coast offense. Move the chains guy, and he didn't have great receivers either, Andy Reid. So all he does here, a great coach is going to pivot, and he's going to cater to what his team does best. And they're going to be a spread offense, and it's going to be a lot more different, but they still have the ability to hit on a bomb. It's just not going to happen as frequently. And it didn't happen last year frequently anyway hey, with Tyreek Hill. Well, hey, look, I, they I'm were so, not a, as much of a vertical offense last year. Time dude. out. They time had out. to change. I don't think putting them eight is actually any slight. You no, lost, you had him in the top. The, in the, I mean, you, listen. You lost Tyree Kill. Of course you're going to drop down a couple pegs for me. Will you lose that caliber of a player, it's hard to replace, man. Like, your your offense is just so different. Are you accustomed of running that offense week in and week out? It's hard to adjust. So when you're so used to being explosive and then going to being methodical, which they did in the second half of the season, but Tyree Kill was still there. The meme, so fuck it, Tyreek down there somewhere didn't come out of out of left. Field. Absolutely didn't, because he is that guy. So you're you're taking away from that offense. That's what that's what we just talked about. But I I don't think it's any disrespect towards the Chiefs putting them at eight, in my opinion. No, I I, th- I just think that the other thing is this, because you both have the Raiders ahead of them, right? I do. The other thing is this: until I see the Raiders, I did not. You had the Raiders, well, I did. but you I had the Raiders in your nine. top ten, though. I did nine. So. Until I see, like, like, listen, the Chargers did a phenomenal job building their team here, too. Okay? And they're completely different. Like, this is, we're talking about this team is going to be very offense-heavy, and they did make some great defensive moves. Like, they get Khalil Mack, so they got the pass rush. They get J.C. Jackson, so they got a, a shutdown corner. They did a phenomenal job. But they didn't even get to the playoffs last year. And until I see that the head coach – I mean, listen, I, I actually don't mind Brandon Staley. I think he needs to tone it down a little bit with the aggressiveness – I'm just saying, though, the Chiefs have been, you could argue, the best franchise in the NFL for the last five years. It's an, it's an arguable statement that they've been the best-run franchise in the league. And until I see otherwise, I can't put a team like that ahead of them just because they may have one or two more talented players. Some of the parts here, again, it's the Chiefs, they still have a phenomenal team. It's just they're going to be doing things differently. Yeah, but I, I well, here's, here's my The Chargers guess. are loaded, though. I, I, I don't care about the Chargers. I, I actually think the Raiders are being slept on. When you can add a piece like Devontae Adams to your team with your offense already constructed with Waller, uh, Renfro, you have Josh Jacobs on a contract year, that's major. They, running backs tend to go off on their contract year because they want their money. So don't don't. Don't Darren Waller's looking for more money, too. So don't sleep on that. They're fucking loaded on offense. That's the bottom line. I know. Line. That's why I have them all. Bottom line. And they added Chandler Jones in the offseason to pair with Max Crosby on the on, on the defensive front. I'm telling you right now, these they're not they're not playing around. So I like their chances. I think they're going to keep keep the momentum. I think Derek Carr 
and Devontae Adams, they're already friends. So there's they're not just meeting each other for the first time. They chemistry. actually have chemistry. Right. It should it should develop rather quickly Absolutely. and you got a, a very good offensive mind at head coach. You Two put things. you put Renfro in that fucking slot. Ain't nobody in the league is stopping him. Period. Point blank. This guy is very, very crafty in his routes. He he just he's just good. He's a good fucking player. And he did all that last year without a, a, a you know another star. Waller was out for a majority of the year. I mean, he really stepped up and played really well for the Raiders. And I expect him to actually do it again and at an even higher pace. Easily. So they're going to score a lot of points. I mean, I think that's, so. that's the obvious thing, I think. Score a lot of points and get after your quarterback. But my issue with is. the Raiders, why they didn't make my top ten, is their defense is not up to snuff with the rest of the teams that I just named. I mean, because you could even argue, like, the Bengals have a decent defense. They're not, they're not bad. They're not great either, but they can they can have their moments. That kind of helped them in the playoffs. Um, every other team in my top ten has a defense. Bills, Bucks, Chiefs, Packers, Rams, Broncos, Chargers, Ravens, Eagles. They all have a defense to go with the offense. And all these teams have an offense too. I all hit, these teams. Honestly, the only two things that for me were crazy were I don't know where the fuck the Niners come. If Jimmy G returns, you could argue with the Niners in the ten. But uh, they're uh, loaded on the on the roster though. They it's all been, about Trey Lance. I they have no quarterback. I, I don't want to hear about Trey Lance. They were it Jimmy was them, G. It was them in the Colts. Sorry. Yeah, I'm 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 totally out on the 49ers if it's Trey Lance moving forward, bro. I don't. I, it's I, too I, soon to say though. You haven't seen shit from him, and the, neither the time have that the 49ers. Did, the time that you did see him play. He played pretty well. He was ass. One and a half games. If he played that last time, a 49ers quarterback stepped in there and played well, he went to the Super Bowl. Colin Kaepernick. He can't control that his coach didn't start him. Okay, but what I'm if saying is, if you're good is, enough, your coach starts you. you. Saw, We've seen it. You saw enough moments. Yeah, he rode the wave though. The Who? team was winning games with Jimmy G. That's all that happened. Uh, hey, they, Alex didn't, Smith they, went they never wanted to start Trey Lance last year. That was factual. That was even when they drafted him. This is a guy coming from one double-A ball, and they said they wanted to sit him for a year. Well, he hasn't Jimmy played, he hasn't played perfect, football in two years. That's a problem. I'm, I'm just trying to say and then the only he other, showed some signs, though, that he could play football or at least be dynamic enough, and this is a guy who wants to have a running quarterback. It's just, That's Kyle Shanahan. He wants to have a running quarterback. Everybody made that big thing about the, the preseason touchdown. The guy was wide fucking open. I mean, like, yeah, but— they made a big thing about it. It was like, oh, my God, Trey Lance, I mean, an 80-yard bomb. And it's like, dude, the guy was by himself. He so had no fucking defender. That's exactly and, and, and why radius. they're yeah. not in our top <laughs> ten. He had Peter King has him there because they have a loaded roster that's probably Super Bowl, Super Bowl ready around him. But if Trey Lance isn't good, it don't matter. But if he is, if he's somewhat good, it's the same argument with the Eagles. The 49 I mean, the Eagles have surpassed them with the roster. But the 49ers roster is right there. So it's the same argument, really. It's just yeah. that at least Jalen Hurts has had some time to play, and he did take a team to the playoffs. He's had like he's shown so, something. <laughs> like he he actually took his team to the playoffs. Period. Like that that says enough right there. I just want to so, like that's the difference right there. I think two extremely talented rosters, but you can at least trust Hurts with a little bit more of a body of work. I love that comparison, actually. Right? To be honest, no, I really it's do. Pretty much really the same do. two teams. Otherwise, they're they're loaded everywhere. One thing I want to ask you, the only confu the only confused part I have, like, I feel like you have the Bengals really low. Yeah, me too. After, like, after they added to their, uh, their whole team's coming back, and they added um, Tyron Smith, and I just feel like, like, when they're in there where they're near the Eagles, like, I just feel like they're more 
towards the upper echelon than they would be towards like the bottom. Tip. They prove that they're not a flash in the pan, but they got hot at the right time. They're very offense heavy and their defense. Like, look, I'm looking at balance here with these teams and their defense is not up to snuff with the rest of these defenses. I'm not saying that defense is the only reason because they're going to score a fuck ton of points. But what I am saying, though, is that C's catching bodies out here. <laughs> so the Bengals did actually I fucking hate that somewhat improve their offensive line. <laughs> Thank you line. for tuning in. Um, uh, they did. They did. They Do you believe in Burrow? There. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. I was just, cu I, I'm just I think curious that they're a very good team and they proved that they're at least not a flash in the pan when they went out and made the upgrades that they did. But I do think, though, that they weren't a top 10 team entering the playoffs last year. And just because of what they did, which was super impressive, there, there's teams like that all the time. Like Super Bowl losers generally don't do well the next year. This is this is statistic. Yeah, and I, and I, I don't I don't have it in front of me and i'm not saying they're going to be that team i trust burrow to keep them on track i'm just saying to you that i don't think their roster is good enough as the teams ahead of them because the ravens were the number one team in the nfl before lamar got hurt before their entire team got hurt i, have I mean literally their six. top four players went out for the season with injury humphrey arguable top five corner stanley arguable top five tackle lamar stud i mean he was having his best year in the NFL last year. He had a couple of bad games before he got hurt. I get it. But he he showed he can carry a franchise to the playoffs. I have the He's Ravens. He's a dynamic player. I have the and Ravens. And you get Dobbins six. back. I just like, who the, besides Andrews, he has nobody on the outside. I got to be honest. Yeah, but I they drafted Bateman to be a number one. They did it last year. They drafted him number no, one. I like Bateman, to be honest. And but he's not number one. Again, it's the same thing. This is a either. team where you know they're going to run the football. You know this about them. Can you stop it? <laughs> Can you stop it? And they have a quarterback who's going to do it. And Mark Andrews went out there and had the best tight end season of the year. Facts. I mean, so, again, it's the same thing. It's like, okay, you just lost the field stretcher. They still got some speed there. They drafted Bateman to be a number one. They're expecting him to be, you know. Who's their number two receiver? God. But uh, he's not a number one. That's I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, we, don't know, we genuinely don't know that yet. I'm we gonna, genuinely don't because he was hurt and we didn't see him play I'm going to be games. honest with you. The bottom line is the, if, if one of the teams I was worried about putting in my top 10, it would have been the Ravens. Me too. I was struggling with them. But the, I, I do respect Lamar. And I, the Colts. I, obviously my bottom two. But, like, I feel like the Ravens, I, it, there's something about it late in the season where it just doesn't translate. Like, in the beginning, they look fucking amazing. Then towards the end of the season, it's like defenses figure out a way to stop them. I don't know what it is. Well, Mike Rabel did it, really. A spy. But they, they were they were primed for a run last year. They were primed. And we they all were, had was, them. We the all Dolphins game was the, That was exactly the turning point. It that was. was. Thursday, night, Thursday night game against the Dolphins was when everything went to shit. But the Dolphins went on a run, and the Ravens went to shit. Yep. When they have everything back that they're going to have this year, on top of the fact that they were taking a leap and Lamar was growing as a passer, that's what we needed to see, and we saw it. We did see that. So I expect this team to go right back to where they were. They were they were the best team in that division last year. You think they're they better were. than the Bengals coming into the season? Yeah, I have it on there because I, I, yeah. mean, I saw that list. I, so. I, I do not. Absolutely, and I I, not. I'm not even thinking twice. And it has nothing to do with and I'm like, the, the Bengals' way. offense. I do not. Is phenomenal. It has nothing to do with that. It's again, it's the it's the sum of the whole, the whole roster and could and how you they imagine play. if Joe Burrow had just a few more seconds in the pocket, 
with those receivers? Not for nothing. He almost he's, completed. He's going to be lethal this year, and he's that's why I have awesome. them there. Like this is. The I don't think team. the Super Bowl They're hangover applies to this team. No, they are the I'm best. I'm so happy you said that, bro, because I'm in the I, same I'm with boat, you. dude. They're the best team in, in that division right now. I'm actually surprised you didn't put Cleveland. Is that because Deshaun? You don't know his status. Like if it, you knew Deshaun all, was playing so, all season, would you have him in your top ten? Probably, yeah. Probably yes. And and listen. Like, I don't think I would say they had a top 10 offseason. Who would you take out? Who would I take out? Probably the Eagles. Because the Browns have everything. So, this is all, again, I mean, this is that's a huge question mark. And it's the same question mark. The 49ers have a question mark at quarterback. The Saints have a question mark at quarterback. But the Saints are loaded. They I have actually, a lot. I was looking okay. at them, too, to be honest. The Raiders, You're they have a big question mark at defense for me. Uh, the Colts. Actually, the question mark for me there is their offensive line, which was the best, was ass last year. Yeah. And you're bringing in Matt Ryan, who needs protection. And they didn't really do too much there. <laughs> you like, know what's funny? So, I laughed the same time as you did. <laughs> I swear to you, I laughed the same time as you did. It was like literally instant. Wait, now there's one more thing, though. Insane. No, there's two things. Chemistry. There's two things left. And we have to finish this. You don't have the Broncos in your top 10, Nick. Mm -mm. Why is this? Because I, I think that we were all in agreement last year. I think so. I think all three of us were in agreement that they had a Super Bowl roster that did not have a quarterback. Right? I know your dad did it. Your dad said that. He also said the Giants were going to win the East. I know, but he actually yeah, was right I, about the Broncos. They, he's they literally... He's regular. They won games with ass at quarterback. Because, I, again, like... I think there's question marks with their wide receivers, too. I mean, Jerry Judy just got in trouble, whatever. He got cleared. He got cleared. He got cleared? Okay, well, then that's fine. But like, I think they're loaded at receiver. Even so, like... They're four deep. I, Me, too. I do like their oh, team. I like their team, but I, I just... I don't it's know, It's Russell man. Wilson. Just say it. Just say it. It's yeah. Russ. Stand on it's fucking, it. It's Russ, bro. Like, <laughs> Shame on you. Like, I, I, I know. know Come on. I, I just... I know how you guys think. For real. I didn't say that. I put him in there. No, but I know. I know. Oh, I know. I but I knew what you were going to do tonight. I, I knew I, what you were going to do tonight. I just... What I'm surprised of is the box with you. But I knew what you guys were going to do tonight. Like, is Russell Wilson on the incline of his career? Is he, like, no. progression? Is he, like, getting better? Do you see him getting better? He's or do you see mids. him kind of, like, plateauing? Do you remember the stats that I read to you, like, a month ago? Yeah. He was I, playing I, at an elite level minus two games that he came back too soon. He was playing at an elite level. And he was an MVP quarterback the year before. He's upper mids. I saw Donovan oh. McNabb level throws. That's what I saw. Donovan That's McNabb. crazy. Wow. That's Russell the bottom McNabb. line. Which, which McNabb are we talking about here? I'm talking the one, the McNabb that's throwing at your feet. That's what I that saw. That same McNabb throwing at the feet is one of the winningest quarterbacks of all time. But he doesn't have a bowl. <laughs> yeah, but he's still literally. And I, I read something about this the other day. I wish I, I, wish I saved this. I think I read the same thing. No, not even that. Not even that. It's the playoff success that doesn't get talked about because he didn't win a Better Super Bowl. But he's he's in a very what? he's in a very small class in terms of playoff success. Fuck yeah! And it's it's a shame. It actually kind of gets overlooked now because of the play the Super Bowl talk, which I get it. But that's that's Philly fans also being hard on him too. Like, look at look at what's been there since Philly. Yeah, Nick Foles. Come on. What? We, what? That's the. That's the fuck. Is that not? Is it not the truth? Save that for next. Week. Is it okay? We'll save it for next week. But, but, but for real though, like I only speak. The, the Eagles truth. franchise turned around because of Donovan McNabb and Andy Reid. 
hundred. It's not even. It's oh, not I, even I, I mean, but I'm just saying no, though. No, like, we no, ran no. through the two thousand. I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just saying Don McNabb was, he was prone to throw at people's feet. Let's not. Let's Freddie not Mitchell said it. If my, if my feet wore gloves, it. I would have been a thousand yard wide receiver. He's a bad quarterback. Russell Wilson's got everything he needs there. Everything. He's got some pressure. Vertical. He's probably will because honestly, like, I mean, Peter King didn't have him in the top ten actually. Philly, Phil, you want to bring up that image That's real quick loaded, as we bro. close this out? You gonna find out real quick? Uh, yeah. Bring up the top ten rankings again. Yeah, Peter King. I think he, Peter King was in my stash. That surprised me because I thought for Wild. sure Peter King's gonna have the Broncos in there. Um, I mean, the, I'm not going back. We're not going back into this. Go ahead. It wasn't. I mean, look, this, this list isn't terrible. I actually thought he'd do worse. I mean, okay? he's, got, he's got the Bucks over it, uh, over the Packers, which is absolutely insane. Are the Packers over the Bucks? You saying? And the Bengals. Yeah, the Packers over the box. I mean, I, it's just I disagree with that. It's ass a nine, ass a ten, ass eleven, ass a twelve. <laughs> I don't. I, I mean, it's just it's insanity. I do like the the Bengals placement over the Ravens. I do. I do agree with that. But Me see too. how close he's got them, and see where they are in the top ten. They're on the lower half. So I mean, he he didn't. I mean, listen. I I don't think this is awful. I've seen worse. <laughs> it could okay? be worse. It's but crazy, bro. Broncos though, we were saying they were quarterback away, and they literally they went out and got that quarterback, who still the numbers say. The eye test for me also says that he's still an elite quarterback, and he still can throw vertically. They got they got everything. Cortland Sutton is a baller, and he's gonna All you're gonna Sutton. see it this year. You're gonna see it, Jerry Judy. It's time to prove it. I think that he was going to take off last year. He got hurt. The quarterback sucked. KJ Hamler's a burner. I was you got just Tim Patrick. That KJ Hamler is one of the players that, that I'm, I'm honoring. They lose, they lose Noah Fant, but they got Albert O, who could play a little bit. They drafted another tight end. The offensive line is above average, and the defense is loaded. Boom. Top 10 team. We'll see. Now, Philly Phil, hit that music. The last but not least point, the Buffalo Bills. They're just not in theory's top 10. Mom on. Buffalo Bills. <laughs> you got them two. We got them one. Two. Unloaded, dude. I don't even think they had like the best offseason ever. I think this is another thing where you get Javius White back on the number one defense. You get Von Miller on the number that, one defense. Uh, running back. You I, you get a running back. Like what's his name? Okay. Uh, I can't think of his name. But they drafted him. Dude looks unhappy as hell to be in Buffalo. Who won a Super Bowl? Uh, last J year? James Cook. Yes. Who won a Super Dalvin Bowl? Dalvin Cook's year? brother. Yeah. He'll be with Pals. Who won the bowl? I hear you. I hear uh, Rams. you. Uh -huh. But the Bills got a better roster right now. And Gabriel Davis finally getting number two. You know Jamison Crowder is the three who, at this point, I like uh -huh. better than Cole Beasley. I'm pumped about Gabe Davis this year. They got O.J. Howard. Every year I'm pumped. O.J. Howard, second tight end with Dawson Knox. Goat. Offensive lines Dawson. loaded. I'll buy Headline I'll buy by Deion Dawkins of Temple. I had to throw that out there. Defense is loaded. This is the number one defense. And you, you, you know. They didn't really have to do much. They were this close. They're the best team they in the AFC. They lose their offensive That's coordinator. I, I got them in the best team in the yeah. AFC. So if they play the Rams in the Super right. Bowl, I mean, I don't know where I'm going. So I'm ready. There you have it. And we've already talked the Eagles to hell. So there you go. Uh, the Eagles are in there. Theories, you'll be putting them in there soon. Pauls. Yes. Now. <laughs> Jeez, look at this. Okay. That was episode 83 a PNI, and it was brought to you by Prize Picks, your home for daily fantasy sports. New players who sign up today using the promo code ICONIC receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy made easy. Also, we were live 
at the Props Network at PropsHQ.com. Don't forget to go subscribe there. We're live on TikTok. All right. We're hitting there. And next week, we okay. should be on regular schedule. Finally. We had the holidays. Apologies for that. Theories at the PE exam, which he crushed. All right. Oh, baby. So two one, one show weeks in a row. I think that two is looking good next week. Kind of a dead sports period, but we'll figure something out. We already we, had, we carried something over from this show. We'll have NBA talk, and maybe we'll come up with something creative on the NFL end. Okay? Now, fuck that. I mean, we got some fucking fire content coming your way, so yeah. be, be ready. Yeah. Facts. Who else could do what we just we'll did? We'll cook up. We'll cook up some shit for you guys to listen to, and you guys will enjoy. Godfather, look at that. No cap. He's got the lingo down now, too. Anyways, All right. we're wrapping this shit up. Thank so. you so much, everybody. Nick Theories, P.E. Take it away. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. If you guys haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. We are also available on PropsHQ.com. Uh, we are also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher, and all that other shit. <laughs> also, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And we will see you guys next week at P&I, baby.